Thanks for listening to Bezier. Bezier is sponsored by Superhigh, online courses for code, design, and product management. Superhigh's courses can be done in your own home at your own pace. I've been a Superhigh student since 2017 and have gone from being a designer feeling alienated by the should designers code discourse to building my own sites and now even selling web design services. My favorite part of Superhigh is the community of learners. As a Superhigh student, you're added to this huge community of all the other Superhigh students. It's filled with inspiring people from all over the world in all different places in their careers. I've gotten work there, I found podcast guests there, and even made in-person friends, all because of Superhigh. It's easy to get started. There's an online code editor. You can do it on your own schedule. There's built-in community of learners. It's got everything you need. Start learning to code, design, or product manage today at superhigh.com. I'd like to have guests introduce themselves. Could you share a bit about yourself? Yeah, so hi everyone. My name is Mingjun, and I'm currently a product designer working at Microsoft. And more specifically, I'm working on the Bing search, where I'm designing the experience to help our customer find the video and image search results on Bing. And before Microsoft, I'm working at multiple companies from the early stage startup to the larger tech company like Amazon and Wayfair. And I start my career, I, I know I want to become a product designer early on, so I keep working hard and smart, and finally I land my job, so I'm super happy to become who I am right now. Before we dive more into that, because I have lots of questions there, can you tell us what you like to do outside of work? Yeah, so I'm really a, a coffee-infused person. I'm always looking for, like, authentic local coffee shop in any cities I have been traveling to. Yeah, and in my free time, I also love like hang out with my friend in this lo- local restaurant. And I love cats and listening to podcasts and watching some YouTube shows. Can you recommend a podcast or a YouTube show for the audience? For the podcast, there's one I recommend is any, I, I couldn't remember the name like precisely, but I think it's about uh, the, the name of the show is Anything Go With Emma. So Emma is a YouTuber, actually is a creator, and I follow her channel for more, for years and start listening to her podcast because she's very like authentic and always shares her struggle. In the struggle I have a lot of connection with, even if it's not something related to design or anything around like tech, but I usually love to listen in the podcast around like life itself, yeah. So you mentioned working in product design from small startups all the way up to Microsoft. What's the difference? What have you noticed is like the, the biggest change between working in a really small organization versus an organization as large as Microsoft? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely, uh, yeah, a lot of that difference. First of all, I think working in a larger tech company, especially for junior designer or the intern, they have a lot of opportunity to get design mentorship from the senior designer. And usually, like, we have a internal, like, mentorship platform for designer. So you don't have to, like, looking for, like, 
coffee chats on LinkedIn or other platform. I just I'm always like search like people's on our internal mentorship platform where I can get either the one-time mentorship chat with the designer, or I can sometimes if the conversation goes really well, we might build some long-term mentorship. So I always find some mentor. Internally from Microsoft and Amazon's internal platform, so that is one thing I highly recommend. And the second one is because the company speaks, and every team and every organizations they run differently. So I I know a lot of my designer friends like after they working in their team for maybe a years or two years, and they want to switch. Another product domain or other thing is pretty easier for us to do the internal like transfers. So we don't have to like finding a job and doing the job interview again. While we might have a very different like working environment and the product we will be working with、uh, for after the internal transfer. And the third thing is. I think it's more about the collaboration and communication part. When working in a larger company, we usually will spend more time getting alignment on these design projects and design decision we made. Because even just a small like maybe the change on the button, like we need to align with a lot of like designer, like PM, and also like the cross-functional partner outside our. Org, so it's so communication take a lot of time, and it, which means designer they have more, uh, they they require to do more like presentation and public speaking, uh, in their daily job. And the last thing I want to mention is I think working in the smaller like startup company, uh, I actually get a lot of exposure to the business side. Where I can talk to the founder and the CEO directly, while like in the larger company, the most people like the most people I work closely with, they are the product owner, so they are not like the CEO or maybe the VP of blah blah on the team. So it's most likely about the product owner, the product manager. So you have to like relying on them to get more like business like informations. I think the last thing I want to say is, yeah, in the startup company because the the. That everything is very small, and they don't usually hire a lot of designer. So as a designer there, I was putting a lot of hats. So I'm I was doing a lot of things, not just the product design. Sometimes I will doing some graphic design and drawing some illustration for our marketing website. Yeah. So yeah, that is pretty much how what how I see the difference based on my personal experience. Nice and a similar question along the same lines is Microsoft is what forty or fifty years old? It's one of the older tech companies you can work at. I'm curious the difference there because I'm assuming most of these smaller companies, startups you've worked at, are not、mm-hmm. that old. Yeah. What are the big differences with that? The biggest difference is Microsoft have at least the team I'm working the Bing search, the Edge browser. We. Already build up a very mature like product lines, and、uh, a lot of time like it's sometimes hard to make any like new change or new in- innovations on the product itself. 
because everything is pretty much like settled down, and the customer they already get used to what we already have. And if we made a huge change on our end, it will create a lot of learning curve for our customer. And the other side is because we have a very Complicated like ecosystem for the Microsoft product we have, like including like Office, or Windows. So even it's just a change on the the being or the age side. Sometimes it will also impact on like the teams, outlooks, or other like organization. So it's not just our team want to make the decision on what we need to change, but we also need to get alignment ways. Like maybe in the Windows or in the Office, so the overall process become much more complicated than what we expected. So I think this is the the biggest difference. Yeah, working at Microsoft. What's it like being a product designer for a product that so many people use and that I'm imagining、mm-hmm. is being used millions of times a day, right?、Mm-hmm. What's that like to product design for such a, a scaled product? That's a great question. We do have like a lot of user, both from the more like the、uh, customer side as well as the enterprise side. Because if you are like working for some company, like their company laptop, like is based on the Windows system, so you will also using like the Edge or Bing a lot in your daily works. So because of this. Particular like segment, we have a large group of enterprise user. So if you are using like the Edge browser and Bing, you will find that we have some specific like search like feature that designing for the people at work. So we have a work vertical on our search, where like it's pretty easier for the user if I search and my name, my Bing Junchen on. Our age browser on the Bing, you will find my informations under the work work results vertical. So it's easier for us to、uh, navigate and find the work information and other information within like one browser within one search. So I think this is something I I feel like is really helpful. Like I don't have to like navigate between different browser or the platform to find like. External and internal informations, so this is something I feel very impressive. Even I'm not the designer working directly on the the work search vertical, but I think this is the combination from the works and other like information within one browser is super powerful. And the other thing is again because we what we made、mm, will impact. And millions or billions of user, so the decision we are making, every decision we going to make, we need to be very thoughtful. Again, it will involve a lot of collaboration, communication, and also get alignment with a different team, different folks. So, the so I I think like in my daily jobs, like we I have a lot of like. Presentations, share my design work with the PM engineer with the design team, and talk about like why I made this design decision, and look always looking for their feedback as well. You could talk more about what your day to day looks like and what tools you use. Because I'm working at Microsoft, so most of the like 
嗯 tool I'm using is like Outlook, Teams, Windows Words, and Edge. And but for the designer, like we are going to use Figma because it's pretty easier for us to share the design works. And especially for the PM, most of them they might using the Windows laptop, so it's easier for them to like open the design without download like the sketch and other like apps. So this is my daily tool. I'm using a lot, and because I'm working on the Edge and the Bing, so I will also download like Google Chrome and other like browser just because of the competitive analysis. Purpose. So I will also looking uh, using a lot of the other competitor like products in my like daily job to see like what is the new feature they launch recently. So in my daily works, I think we have a lot of regular weekly meeting within the design team or within the product team. So for instance, on every Monday we have a weekly uh, like. Project checking with the design designer as well as the PM and engineers on our entire teams. So each of the designer will talk about、uh, what we are working on this week and what is the next、uh, we are going to work after complete this project and move the project like text on the screen. It's also a a kind of we need to get alignment on the timeline and what to expect. From the PM team in、uh, on every Monday afternoon, and the other two part、uh, regular meeting we have is one is the weekly design review within our design team on every Wednesday, where、uh, our designers will share the design works for the internal like design critique,、uh, design feedback. I think that one is particularly useful、uh, for me if I'm looking for. More like the intention design and the visual design feedback on the project I'm working on, and the third like weekly design review is what is going to happening on every Thursday. So we have a design review with the product team and engineering team, where like I can share like what I'm I'm working on currently and looking for the feedback from this cross-functional partner, and also the other meeting. We have like biweekly is the meeting coming from our larger design org. So we also have a design org like design review where like different designer from different teams within the age and the being they are going to share some latest design project they are working with. So I hope because I just joined Microsoft for six months, I haven't have the opportunity to speak on these kind of larger. Review. So I hope I can share my project during this summer time. <laughs> yeah. Last thing is, it's also depending on who is the PM or what kind of team, what kind of product team you are working with. Sometimes I will also schedule the regular, like weekly, design review with my PM and the most important, like engineer. Leads like on our on my team to review my design. So I don't have to wait. Like a weeks before we checking again, so to make sure that just everything we can keep on chats and they understand what is happen on my design and what kind of feedback like I can get from this cross functional team. So it seems like a lot of meeting, but because it's separate 
across to the entire week. So I would like to say the meeting is not as heavy as maybe other like teams or designer, but it is a good checking mechanism to make sure like everyone know about what is happening on the design wise. And how many people are on your team? We have one design managers, and we have let's see. I think we have four or five or six like designer on the teams, and we are still hiring the UX researcher. But because of right now, a lot of company they have the hiring freeze, so I'm not sure about like what is happening for the for the hire of UX researcher. Do you work from home or in the office or some combo? Right now, I'm working from home, but because I'm living very close to the office, so it's totally like flexible for me to go to the office or not. What is a piece of advice that you would give to someone that wants to become a product designer? One piece. I I think I have a few <laughs> advice. Okay, sure. There's a there's a lot. Um, I think the most important advice I always share is focusing on one single goal. Which is to become a better product designer, and just focusing on one single goal, everything everything else will follow. Because the reason I'm saying that is, especially in this kind of world, we can always be easily impacted, sometimes badly, by the information people share on the social media. For example, someone might post that I get. Like maybe three, like three hundred, like thousands package or something like that on like LinkedIn or like Twitters. So it's very easier to have these kind of peer pressures coming from the social media, even though you didn't know, you you don't know who they are as a engineer or as a designer. And after we land a job, a lot of designers they start to struggling with like career. Progressions, like promotions, becoming a senior designer, or even more. I think it's really easy to distract by all these things around. But going back to your original goals, idea, is just to become a better product designer. If I can focus on this one single goal, everything else will follow naturally. So I I really believe what it is. So I, every time if I Start to feel like stress or something that's not keep keeping on my chat. I always think about this this ones to help me like feel better and keep working as I hope. Yeah. The second advice I'm giving is, I think, be knowing about your superpower while also knowing about your weakness and opportunity areas, because for the superpower is. So when finding a job, it's always great opportunity to echo and sell our superpower during the job hunting. But in our daily works, it's really important for us to knowing about which part I'm not super good at. Even I don't need to be like get a full score for my opportunity areas. But as a designer, especially working in the larger company, you have to become a well-rounded designer. Which means I can, if I scary at presentation or public speaking, I have to working on it really hard. At least I can feel comfortable with speaking my design work with the team. So knowing about your opportunity areas and finding the opportunity like externally and internally to enhance 
your weakness is also a crucial part in our daily job. And the third advice I would like to say is just be persistent and be confident, <laughs> because a lot of things some, like looks like easy on the resume, like someone get a job at larger company or someone like switching a job and they can always working for this like big fan company sounds looks like easy on the resume and linking but you don't know like how much they suffering during this kind of process how many like obstacle or challenge they have been overcome and then they can land the job there so everyone have their struggles and challenging so yeah but everything like if you really believe I want to become a better product designer. Just go for it and keep doing something good for ourselves. And uh, every time like, if you have the chance to interview or show your design work, just be confident because no one else in this room know better about the design than you because you are the designer there. Yeah, so this is my advice. It's yeah, a it's lot. Good advice. Yeah. It's good yeah. advice. Since we're talking about people getting into product design, how mm-hmm. did you get into product design? Where did you learn to design? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, my journey is a long journey. So I find a UX design major, I think it's 12 years ago. It's a long time ago when I was still in, like, when I just graduated from high school. And I got my first Apple Touch in 2000 and nine i guess yeah around this time and it's kind of very luxury product in china during that time because not everyone know have the apple product or know about apple but i was super impressed by the animation and all this thing around the design including the packaging for this apple touch for the apple product so i was thinking about like who could be the design who was the designer for designing this apple product um and during the summertime one of my alumni high school alumni she studied in the state so when when she went back to china and she told me that there's a major called human computer intelligence design (laughs) and a lot of like international students who study uh, as a USCI like master student, they land a job in this bigger company like Apple, like Google and Microsoft. So from there, I kind of knowing about there's a major there, but I still didn't know what is UX and product design and how could I do to become a product designer or UX designer. So along the way, even I was studying literature, Chinese literature and language at my college. I was always looking for the chance where I can do some like graphic design work, like designing the poster or designing the magazine for a uh, school student-run newspaper or any local magazine. So I did a few like internship as a graphic designer on the newspaper and ma- newspaper areas, uh, and I learned like Photoshop, Illustrator. Even I still didn't know about it is the correct way to. Uh, become a UX or product designer, but I feel like maybe it, it was because this is my only chance where I can learn the visual design skill at least. So when I was at college, I also pre- started to preparing for my application to apply for the SCI school in the state. And at the same time, I because I didn't know about the, what kind of portfolio I should prepare, so I just made it up uh, very quickly with some graphic design what I did. 
And at the same time, I also applied for some education school in the state, just in case if I didn't get anything from the ACI school, because the ACI application, ACI school start to become very competitive at that time. And unfortunately, I didn't get any admission from the ACI school, while I get a lot of admission from education school. So I went to University of Pennsylvania to start learning science and technology at their education school. Because of that learning starting opportunity, I get the chance to actually take five design school class as my elective. So I was able to learn more like the information visualization, industrial design, a lot of design like fields at school. So I know about, okay, this is the design process. It's not just about there's a finalized like, design. And let's say it's more about the process, about what do you think, what kind of problems we were thinking, and how we can think about the solution that help users solve that problem. So I think what I understanding about the design start to become different because of my education at the design school. So using the project I did at school, I applied to the HCI program again. And I luckily I get admission from UW, University of Washington, Seattle. So I got opportunity to get my second master degree at UW as a HCI student. So during my time at UW, I finally like learn, start to learn what is UX and product design. And just takes, going back, I'm thinking it was just actually get a couple years. And I don't know, like along the way, I, I always have this kind of gut feeling that I can become a product designer. I can at least like, get to the UX design school, and then I will get a job as a UX designer or product designer. So after I graduated from my school, I started looking for a job. So I landed a job in Boston, which was a, a startup company. So I moved from Seattle to Boston. So my design journey starting from there as a full-time designer. Nice. Thank you for sharing that background. What about for more senior product designers? What do you mm -hmm. think every senior designer should hear? Yeah, I think for the senior designer, still want to echo that advice I share is focusing on one single goal and everything else will follow. And the second advice I, I have is around also knowing about who you are, what you want to what want you to become. Because for me, like at least in the next three to five years, I still want to stay in on the IC chat. But I also willing to help the junior designers to grow even I'm not ready to, or I'm not thinking about becoming a, a design manager, but I think I still start to trying some like practice. I start mentoring the junior designer. So at least I can get the experience about like mentorship or being a mentor, how I can help these junior folks. And the third, the third one is, I think as a more senior designer, we need to know about, or we need to have at least two superpower or strengths, which we can leverage into every job. So for me, like after a couple years practice, I, I know about what is my strength. One is intention design skill. The second one is the presentations. So 
applying my strengths into my job. So it's just to I can see it can have a immediately or larger impact on what I'm building on, not just for my job and work, but also like if I was in the stage about job hunting, job switching, I can also apply these two superpower to land the job I want. So really know about what is your two superpower and leveraging them into your work and also life. <laughs> How do you think about the bigotries, the transphobia, the racism, the sexism, the patriarchy, all of the isms that we deal with in our creative communities and in mm-hmm. the practice design community? Yeah, so I think in, so for this question, I, I feel like myself is lucky enough to stay in an environment which is very inclusive and supportive because every company, no matter like the startup or the larger company I'm staying with, just everyone is very like inclusive and they have a lot, especially for the design team like, and the design manager I've been working with, they have a lot of empathy towards like like people um, with with any like diverse with any kind of like cultural and historical historical background. So I think this is something I always feel very grateful and thankful. So I didn't have any like really by bad experience like because of these kind of issues. And uh, yeah, so I, I think this is something I would like to say for these questions. And the second one is because of my like unique background because I'm not I, I'm I'm coming from another country and I'm working in different countries. So every time I'm I feel really like I, I'm willing to just help, uh, especially for the women uh from different back, uh culture background, they are in different color. I'm always willing to help to see this like women to grow in the tech company. So a lot of my mentee, they also coming from different like backgrounds and they want to transition into the UX design field. So I think I, I really appreciate the design community is just very supportive and inclusive for to everyone. So I'm glad that's been your experience. Who is someone that the listeners should know about? So I think one people I admire a lot is the former VP of design at Facebook. So I think probably everyone know her name is Julie Zhu. It's Julie, yeah, because she wrote a book about the making of a design manager. Even it's talking about the path to become a manager and advice to become a design manager. But a lot of tips and experience she shared on the books, like how to give the feedback, how to run the design critique, is also beneficial for the IC designer. And I also follow her media blogs and also right now she's running his personal like blogs and the Twitter account so I just follow follow her and she always shared a lot of insight around like the design text like Prada. So I I love it. Other than Julie's book, what book do you think everyone should read? Yeah, so other than Julie's books, the other books I recommend is Crying in H Mar because it is talking about the the writer, uh, she is like American born, like Korean, this kind of unique background. And uh, unfortunately, her mother passed away. So 
because of this pass away, she start to think about like a lot of memory ways. Her mom start to popping up, and because her mom is from Korea, so they went to the H Mart a lot. And every like scenario, currently like looking and watching, observing at at H Mart, remind her a lot of thing around her mom's, and also this kind of culture difference between the state and Korea. Even I'm from. China, but I can have a lot of share like connection when I was reading the books, and it made me quite a lot. Yeah, so I highly recommend everyone if they if you are not just want to looking at the book around the product and design. I think crying H M A is something like you can find. Yeah, and think of, and I think every time I'm reading these kind of books, I always feel like. Not everything we already have, we can't take it for granted. So I've, I, I'm, I'm so thankful for. I'm still very like healthy, and my family they stay healthy and safe. I will check that out, and I will put it in the show notes as well. Is there any way that the audience can support you? I can share my LinkedIn and the Twitter、uh, account on the show notes. I can share the information with you. And feel free to like connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter. Yeah, even I'm not posting anything, but if you want to send some messaging, yeah, I think that is a great way to、um, communicate with me. Nice, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on Bezier. Is there anything else that you'd like to share before we wrap up? No, I think it's pretty. I think you ask really great questions, and I'm happy to on these shows. Yeah, and the last thing is that、uh, everyone's on a great chat, and everyone have has their unique、uh, superpowers, and just everything's good takes times, and just keep working on it. That's it. Yeah. Bezier is a design interview podcast, amplifying voices in our creative communities that don't already have large platforms and aren't working at big five tech companies. We focus on finding guests from all over the world and representative of as many of us as possible. If you have a great guest idea for Bezier, please email us at inquiry at zocht.studio. That's i n q u i r y at z a c h t dot studio.